This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome to the EVP Podcast. I am Beaker. And with me, I have... Ghosty McGhostface. And I am DVO. Welcome back, Ghosty. Probably the weirdest intro I've ever done. (laughs) Been podcasting for like five, six years, and that's probably the weirdest intro I've ever done. It was strange. But it's okay. But welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the EVP <laughs> podcast. The three um, of us are all back again. Yes, I'm I mean, back. we went two weeks without without all three of us being here. It was, huh? Yes. Someone oh. had the the gout of the oh toe. Oh my gosh! It felt like someone had a hot knife stabbing me in my toe. It was miserable. I couldn't even walk. And someone else ran away to Texas. I had to go visit some places I haven't been before. I'll tell you right now. I I have chemical burns on both my legs oh, man. that I got today at work, and I'm still here recording. Oh, it was today? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was today. No, I oh, left, okay. I left work early to monitor my oh my uh, my chemical burns. Jeez. To make sure that it was mainly it was just, I got the chemicals on my socks too, and I didn't want to kind of walk around wearing my big heavy work boots without any socks. Right. Yeah. So. What was Some it? What did you get on you? It's called Enforce K. It's like a it's like a foam cleaner that you use to clean the floors and stuff. Jeez, I it wasn't diluted. Stuff. Not a I don't miss that shit. That's for sure. You know, uh, fortunately, uh, I was kind of smart and sort of knew what to do with the burn, and I ran it underwater, and uh, it looks like it was only like a first degree burn. Yeah, I peed you, on he it. He let me pee on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll put down the, the yeah, burn. Any pain. kind of. Sting, it'll get rid of it. That was all that that beer pee. That you yeah, it was pretty me. much just water at that. Just point. Just drop yeah. trouty. Someone pee on me, please. <laughs> Someone pee on my burns. Doesn't <laughs> the jellyfish sting? Ne- neutralize the p- burn. It boins. <laughs> Not that peeing on your leg on a jellyfish thing works. They won't do anything for jellyfish. No, it won't do anything. It just it's there for laughs, is all. Pretty much. It's just <laughs> anybody gets stung, like watch this. Someone's gonna pee on them. <laughs> they did that. I will practically let me pee on you. <laughs> They did that on Practical Jokers. It was kind of funny. I think that sounds familiar. I think I saw something with that. Did someone pee on them? Yeah, yeah that was one of their friends. They actually hired one, someone to come and pee on them. That was pee on Sal. That is hilarious. So this is a paranormal show. <laughs> There's ghosts and jokes. Jokes. Ghosts like jokes. Ghosts joke. and jokes. Ghosts and jokes. Welcome to Ghosts and Jokes. Do you guys want to hear an interesting story that happened to me today? Yeah. All right. So... You know when you wake up, your vision's a little foggy, right? Go on. So, and when I wake up, because I wear corrective eyewear, it's even more foggy. It's a little bit more foggy. So I know the feeling. Yes. For those watching on uh, the YouTube's, YouTube's, you can see. I'm the only one with perfect vision. <laughs> so I don't know why my baby woke up really early this morning. She was just kind of crying. She's not a great sleeper anyway, and so. Um, my wife sleeps with her in the baby room and she woke up crying. So she came into my room, our room, me and my wife's room and just crying. My wife soon followed and my baby trying to get up on my bed. My bed's really tall. So I had to, I had to pick her up and I put her. So again, I'm laying on my bed and I'm facing what I'm facing is the window, the front, the front of the house window. Uh, to the left is the entrance to the room. To the right is the walk-in closet. So she's crying. I pull her up, 
put her on my chest, kind of like rub her back. Like, what's, what's going on, baby? My wife comes in. She goes to the bathroom. And with my foggy vision, I think I see a shadow head peek out of my walk-in closet. Peek out and look at me. And, you know, it's hard to tell. I have cloudy vision. But my wife my, or my baby turns and looks towards the closet. And she's got good, pretty good peripheral and things like that and, like, good sound. So it just seemed like a head kind of popped out of my closet to just kind of see what was going on and then pop back in. So I kind of stare to see what happens. I'm just kind of staring towards my closet and nothing else happens. So I was like, interesting. You know, I think I see a shadow head. My baby also turns towards the closet, which is, again, my baby's facing me on my chest. And so she turns, like almost turns around to kind of look towards the closet and kind of pauses crying for a second. So, anyway, interesting, right? That is interesting. <laughs> um, later on in the evening, I decide I'm going to make uh, some macaroni and cheese. And I'm going to put everything away. And I can't find the lid to the milk anywhere. I, you know, you just, you just screw off the lid, pour a little bit of milk in there, put the lid back on. I didn't put the lid back on right away. And I can't find the lid anywhere to the, to the stupid milk. I'm looking all over the place. Can't find it. So I just put the milk in the fridge with no lid. Later, I come back into the kitchen later, and it's on the counter, the lid of the milk. Did I just miss it at some point? I mean, possibly, but it did seem kind of weird that all of a sudden the lid to the milk was on the counter next to where the milk was with no lid. So, Were you wearing your glasses at the time? Oh, I didn't need to. <laughs> you know, it was the middle of the day, so I didn't really need to in my kitchen. But, but I, I mean, actually, my vision is not that bad. So, so the baby passed out on the couch, and I just walked up into my closet, towards, in my room, toward my closet. I said, hey, I don't know who's up here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you're doing, but you popped your head out. My baby might have seen you. That's not cool anymore. Gots to go. So I don't know what will happen, but just thought that was a pretty interesting story today. That is pretty interesting. You know what else was interesting from that story? What? That you call your daughter's room the baby room. Well, let's see his baby. <laughs> you, call her, you call her room the baby room? Like, that's just the name of the room? The baby's room? Well, no, it just sounded like you called it the baby room. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what's weird about it, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> it just sounds funny. The baby room. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounded funny. I'm just shrugging my shoulders over here. That's special. <laughs> so anyway, interesting event. That is pretty today. cool. I think she's... I bet you you saw something. Very possible. The way that she paused, because I saw it, I just kind of looked. She kind of paused crying and turned, almost turns around to kind of look towards, did she, towards did it. Did you look at it first and then make her look at it by you looking at it, maybe? Um, so I was, again, laying there, and I thought I saw something, so I just kind of looked over. Um, but I don't, I don't think me looking would have paused her from crying. Because my wife also walked towards the bathroom, and I thought, maybe my wife caused a shadow, but no, because the window was in front of me. If my wife would have done anything, it would have cast a shadow behind me against the wall, not in front of me towards the window. And again, my wife walked, from my vision, she walked towards the right to, into the bathroom, and the head popped out from the left, towards the left, out of the closet. So, so just like thinking debunking reasons... I just found it interesting. No, that's kind of like the movements they do too. They like stay hidden and then just kind of. Yeah. So I had to go up there later on and say, hey, you got to go. 
I've seen that in a lot of videos, like on some of the shows where you see a spirit just kind of pops the head out real quick, pops, yeah. it, pops it back in. Right, yeah. Being nosy, nosy-ass ghost. <laughs> 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 or whatever it was, who knows. But, but like, it was just, it was, it, was, it was very shadowy, just black, looked like a shadow. But I don't know what would have caused a shadow in that direction towards the window. Yeah. Most likely it was just a shadow person. If you saw it like that, too, I don't know what else. I don't know. Spirits usually don't look like shadows unless it's a shadow person. Right. Um, so, yeah. just you know, Again, my vision is a little fuzzy in the mornings. <laughs> so, But the fact that my daughter paused crying to look and look towards my closet made me like, hmm. Did hmm. she resume crying after that or was she yes. just done? Yeah, she did. That's weird. I think so. She was like, mm, okay, wah, mom, come out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, this is scary cry. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if babies even, if they saw that, that even bothers them. To I make them think that. Because like to them, like what would be considered scary, I guess, like, I don't know. Well, you know, like sometimes we'll turn off, we'll go upstairs and turn, you know, getting ready for bed, and we'll we'll turn all the lights off on the main floor. And if she'll just be like on the landing uh, on the on the top floor, if she's just at the landing, be kind of playing, and she looks down and sees me and my wife coming up the stairs, kind of out of the darkness, all of a sudden she will like scream and run, you know. <laughs> and we're like, "What's wrong, baby? It's just us." And then then she's fine. <laughs> so she does have some type of fear. Okay. <laughs> You big scary monster, you! <laughs> Cause I'll just go down, maybe like turn off Let's the light, traumatize her, gra- like... grab grab something from downstairs, then come up the stairs. And she did she doesn't know I was downstairs, and then she just sees you coming up. She just sees us, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So she does sense fear, but shook her out of that. My nieces and nephews, I tell them not to go in the basement because the monster will get them, and they're like, "Let's go go find the monster." They're like three and four years old. Let's go find it. I'm like. No, I'm the monster. Just go back upstairs. <laughs> I thought you said scared Dale. I, I go, monsters and puppets, go get Dale. Well, because I was scared of shit as a kid. You're scared of puppets. Like, I saw some scary movies. Like ventriloquist pup- dummies. Yeah, the, where like, I can't remember the name of the movie, but this damn ventriloquist dummy was killing people. Probably like Goosebumps. No, no, this was pre-Goosebump. This, this, this sounds like a Tales from the Crypt episode. I don't know what it was. No, it was just a movie. I remember this damn movie. Puppet Master? No, no, Puppet Master wasn't nothing like this. This was a ventriloquist dummy. And this thing, I remember some lady brought it home. And then this thing was like, every time she looked at it, it was in a different place. And it was in a different position. And then she was like taking a shower. And it was all like, she was feeling like someone was in there creeping around. And I remember she looks underneath the door. And then the puppet like drops down. And they're looking at each other eye to eye. This was in the 80s. I remember seeing hmm. this as a little kid, and that scared the shit out of me. And I used it against me. You used it against me. It almost sounds like something from like Tales from the Crypt or like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, does it a sounds bit. like a like a Tales from the Crypt. But no, this was like its own movie. I remember watching it with uh, Tyrell. Okay. Huh. And uh, yeah, it was. we were watching the shit, and it scared the hell out of me. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. These... You th- so you're telling me these things can move on their own? <laughs> yes, yes, they can. You had your scary Teddy Ruxpin doll. I wasn't scared of that. 
You're scared of the the clown. There's the a bicycle. clown on a bike. Yeah, that thing. I don't know because it was motorized and that thing would ride its bike on its own. I'm like, man, you know what else that thing could do on its own? <laughs> Stab me. <laughs> Probably kill me to death. <laughs> if you think about oh, that, it, at that, least it kills you to death. Kills me to keep, death. Instead of kill just me, killing you to it'll half keep death. Keep killing yeah. me. It'll keep killing me until I'm dead. But if you think about that, it was a creepy <laughs> thing to have. It was it was a clown that. You you turn the switch on and it would pedal a bicycle, yeah. That was the toy. It was like it was like the big wheel in the front kind, and the small wheel in the back. Someone yeah. gave to you this as a toy. I don't know where we had. Yeah, you had it in your room. I had it in my room. I mean, my parents gave it to me. I don't know where else I would have got it. Here, son, have a haunted doll. <laughs> I don't know if it was haunted. I'm pretty sure I might have been the first owner. Maybe I don't know. I don't even know I, where I, it came from. I think it was a gift, but it just showed up one day. <laughs> we just kept it. It's like, oh, all right, cool. I, I came home from toy. school and there was a clown on a bike in my room. And I'm like, hey, this isn't suspicious at all because I'm five. <laughs> Six? Funny. When I'm do you go to school? Any know. kind of toy. <laughs> You're a creepy clown. Tell Toxie at night. I don't know. That thing scared me, though. I did not want any part of that. <laughs> I remember I put it, like, I think it was on the top of this yes, bookshelf. Yeah. I think I tried giving it to my mom like three or four times. Like, here, take it back. And it mysteriously came back into your room. <laughs> no. Hated Sounds that like you had a very doll. mean big brother. Yeah, he was kind of a dick. <laughs> I did what big brothers do. That's all. <laughs> That's all. That <laughs> no, was still fun, though. All right. All right. So all right, tell, us, tell us about the episode we're going to have here today. Oh, we're not just going to bullshit? <laughs> like, maybe we, we can. Are. We are going to. We're a little bit. But... Um, we had a topic all picked out, and I had a busy weekend burning my legs at work. <laughs> Didn't have time to research the topic that we were going to originally talk about, so we're going to save that for another episode. Uh, but this week, we are talking about the Winchester Mystery House. All right. Located in San Jose, California. And if you have not been there, I highly recommend it. Um it is haunted. Uh, I've I've been there, and I know there there are spirits there. And it's in um, San Jose. Yeah, San Jose, California. Uh, if I remember correctly, it took me about eight hours from Anaheim to get up there. Okay. Because uh, we did Disneyland, Universal Studios, and then the Winchester House. Um, so for those of you that don't know what the Winchester House or doesn't even know, uh, or if if you've been living under a rock and you're. <laughs> um, you're a Democrat and you don't know what a gun is. Um, just kidding. No, no politics here. Uh, the Winchester f- repeating firearms is a, a gun manufacturer. Yep. and has been for a very long time. Um, in 1881, the owner of Winchester firearms, I believe his name was William, uh, passed away of tuberculosis and his son had died before that. And they ended up, because uh, his son, and he died, uh, the entire fortune basically went to Sarah Winchester. Um, She got, I think, 50% of the company. Yep. And basically, like, her income was, she had this huge income. Um, She was getting roughly, like, $1,000 a day. As her income from this company, uh, which 
nowadays would equate to about $26,000 a day. Plus you got a initial amount as well. Yeah. Two or three million or something like that, I think. Which is equivalent to like half a billion today. Damn. And she had a huge fortune. So uh, she ended up getting like what $20.5 million, which... Oh, $20 million. Yeah, $20.5 million is what she inherited, which according to today's standards, it would be about $543 million. Half, half a bill. And then, like I said, she got 50% of the company, and her payout basically was like $1,000 a day. Then, like I said, now $2,000 or $26,000 a day now. Can you imagine making twenty six grand a day? I would love to make $26,000 a day. And I think, because I think, that, I might be wrong, but I think Winchester had a contract with the government. Right? I think Winchester was building a lot of firearms for the government. That's why they had so much. The, yeah, I believe they were using them for the... I think they were used a lot during the uh, Civil War. Right. Um, for one of the sides. I think it was the Union Army. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, if you watch the god-awful movie, and it's actually not that bad. It's kind of entertaining. They just <laughs> didn't end it very well. Um, but well, they, it starts off in a weird spot, too. It does. <laughs> Which one? The movie, the, the Winchester. Winchester oh, okay. The Winchester movie that came out in, like, 2018 or 20... Yeah, 2018. Yeah. It was. That's one of those movies, right, where they just took, like... A, a real event and then just made up their own story. Yeah, the whole okay. story is like completely fabricated. The, I mean, the only part of it that's true is the fact that who the it's Sarah, called Winchester it was <laughs> Sarah Winchester was in it. And it was in San Jose. It was in San Jose. <laughs> and, and there was a mansion. There was, was yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they said, right, I mean, they, we, they did actually like, they did a lot of research on this. And they actually built the set and replicated the exact mansion oh, um, for the movie. So, I mean, the, the movie obviously wasn't shot in the mansion, but it was basically replicated to the way it looks, exactly the way it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, so after she inherited all this money, right? Um, excuse me. Um, <laughs> goddamn Invisalign. It makes it hard to talk sometimes. <laughs> Um, so she had a, uh, one of her, her daughters ended up dying of a disease called Mara, I cannot read, hold on, Marsmus. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Marzipan. Marzipan. <laughs> Marzipan. Overdose of Marzipan. Yeah, it's, no, it's some, it's like a children's disease where the body kind of wastes away. Um. That's terrible. Yeah. Is a child disease where their body wastes away? That's what it says. That's terrible. He's so, a cure for this. Marasmus. Marasmus? Oh, that's what it says. Yeah, that. I can't read. Let me find a cure for this. That's terrible. I can't read. Not, I can't talk. We not fixed this yet. <laughs> <laughs> this was back in you know, 1881, 82, somewhere in there. And we're uh, still having this problem today. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Holy Marasmus. <laughs> 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 oh man I lost my train of thought yeah, so she ended up talking to like a medium I think she went to a medium for oh, comfort yeah. uh, she lived in Connecticut like New Haven Connecticut I believe um, went and saw this medium from Boston and this lady's like you need to spend all of your money building a house move west move, move out west and uh, build a home and I think a lot of these people were full of shit back then too. There were, they were pretty much. I mean, if you know anything about this, 
if you know anything about the 1800s spiritualist movement, there uh, the Fox sisters are the two that come to yeah, mind that, that tricked everybody. Yeah, they would do stuff like they would have it rigged up to where the table would shake during like seances and uh-huh. stuff like that. There were a lot of fakes that came forward, and, and one of my favorite things is I, I I don't know when Houdini was alive. I don't remember the exact time, um, but Houdini actually kind of set out to disprove all of these gifted oh, yeah. mediums and psychics oh, and stuff like that. He made it a point to try to prove that they were frauds. Um, I like that. Yeah, the, the, there's Houdini's got a, uh, some stuff, some ties to the paranormal. But anyways, this medium's like, you need to move out west and, and build a house, basically. And so she went to California, San Jose. And found this unfinished farmhouse that wasn't very big at the time. And she just started having it built. And she, there was really no rhyme or reason. She didn't have an architect involved. She just hired a bunch of people and had them start building rooms on the it's house. It's like purpose, purposefully she did not want an architect. She wanted to just like haphazardly just build and add and yeah. change. and Like she would build stuff and then sometimes she would have it torn down and redone and but this this house was basically under construction from the time she bought it in 1886 till the time she died in 1922. So this entire time, the house was under construction. I think there was one night where the work stopped, and I believe, I think it was like one worker stopped. I can't remember if all the workers stopped, but she fired the the person. And from then on, no one ever stopped unless they were given the okay from her to stop but they were they were building day and night 24 7 they were just building um they they built all sorts of random stuff that i mean there's there's uh windows that look into other parts of the house uh there's stairs that go up into the floor boards above it go and go nowhere there's there's a door that literally called like there's a sign above us the door to nowhere (laughs) um when you're inside you open the door you don't want to walk out it because you're falling two floors, two oh, stories geez. to the. Because Beaker, you toured this house. Right? I have toured the house. Yeah, um, yeah. I went. I went there a couple of years ago. They had two tours that they offered at the time, uh, just the regular tour, and then they had the one they called the Explore More tour. And the Explore More tour showed like they actually took you up into the the attic and showed some of the the upstairs. They also took you mm. down in the cellar okay. in the basement, which was on on the regular tour. Um, but, I mean, there's so many things like <coughs> put into this house. There was. There was uh, Tiffany himself, the uh, guy that you know ended up founding the the jewelry. Oh, um, built this really nice like stained glass window that if the light hurt, hit it right at a certain time of day, it would like cast a rainbow. Nice. Um, this this was installed. This was the most expensive window in the house, and it was installed in the middle of the house in a room where the sun would never hit it so you don't oh. actually get to see the cool effect of the rainbow <laughs> but i think back back then i think it was like thirteen thousand dollars or twelve thousand dollars something wow. like that which is i mean a lot nowadays yeah because um, his stained glass stuff goes for like the millions now yeah this is i know that's something that tiffany does that's what he got his business started doing he started off doing stained glass i didn't know that that's kind of interesting the things you learn on the EVP podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess uh, they're all in St. Augustine. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. There's a bunch in St. Augustine. And I guess there's a church there where the 
outside of it, you can't tell it's there. They had to put like bulletproof glass on it so people can't throw rocks and break it. <laughs> people are that's, dicks. Yes, yeah. yes, they are. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that's why they have like these really strict rules when you're in the Winchester Mansion doing the tours. Um, you're not allowed to touch anything. Um, they don't want the... They put all your bouncy balls away, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, like... Those are the worst window breakers. <laughs> they don't want the... Uh, so pretty much everything in the house is like made of redwood because it was like Sarah's favorite type of wood. Right. But she didn't like the look of it. So she would have them like... Can do like a, a faux pas like grain and stain on it to make it look like a different kind of wood, but it's actually all redwood. I'm not. How did you know? How do you? How does that? How is it your favorite? But you hate the way it looks. It's pretty strong wood, but God, is it ugly? <laughs> I actually like redwood. I don't. Yeah, what's wrong with it? <laughs> so I don't like this redwood. I want more of a cherry wood. <laughs> There's a stain we could put on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess they covered up a lot of it, but it says they used um, approximately. 2,500 gallons of paint to paint this house. I mean, wow. There's, there's so yeah. much. I mean, this this house, um, originally, when they were first building it, they, they got it up to like seven stories. Wow. Um, seven floors. What and did it start off as? One? <laughs> two stories? It was like a one-story, like, unfinished farmhouse. Oh, my gosh. And she just, when they start the tour, they start it in, like, the farmhouse, like, where the the carriages would like normally pull up uh-huh. yeah, uh, on the back end of the house, I believe. And then they just, they just went crazy with this. Like they built so much stuff. It was seven stories up until the big earthquake in 1906 that knocked off the top three stories. That's and they, nuts. and, and they did, they never built the backup. They just kept it with the four stories. Um, but it, when you go on the tour, when you're looking around, they actually show you some of the rooms where there's still like visible damage from the earthquake. Oh, interesting. I, I was reading that the this house is also built on a uh, some type of foundation where where it does kind of because of you know that, that well that Bay Area is known for earthquakes. It's kind of kind of the whole house kind of moves a little bit instead of like being rooted with a big foundation. So yeah, that, it's, it's that a lot of a lot of the house isn't damaged. like connected to the main brick and foundation like that. It's designed to sway. Yeah, so otherwise, probably that big earthquake, the whole house would have been rubble. But because of the foundation they use, only the top three levels were were taken down. There was, I remember there's like one room where like open up this like cabinet, like a cupboard. Like inside the cupboard is like a smaller cupboard. I mean, there's just all sorts of random stuff. Um, is this a cupboard for ants? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know... She did a lot of stuff that dealt with like thirteens. There was a uh, there was a chandel- on purpose, yeah, on purpose. Oh. So there was a chandelier that they had installed, and it had like twelve candelabras on it, twelve candle holders, and they actually soldered and attached a third or a thirteenth uh, candle holder to the to the chandelier. Did you, did you hear why? Uh, I'd have to. I mean, the, I mean, I know that there, there was a reason to it. it had something to do with probably that same psychic that she talked to. Well, I know 13, the number 13 has some significance. I mean, she as did a, a lot as of As a former gang member, like, I know that 13. <laughs> just kidding. There's like certain windows. There's or a certain, street like, wheel. There's like certain designs in the ceiling, if I remember correctly. There was like 13 squares or whatever. And uh-huh. like, she did a lot of stuff with uh, dealing with 13s. And I know like, if I remember correctly, around like midnight when they were, you know, building the house and that, they'd ring the bell like 13 times or 
Let her know we're, we're done. Can we sleep now? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. But, Winchester, may we sleep, please? I mean, the, the whole the whole house is just crazy, crazy big and just all sorts of weird, random stuff. Now, um, who gave her the idea to keep nonstop expanding, tearing down, rebuilding? Who, like, where, so basically, it's, it started with that medium that told her to. Oh, the medium out, told her that too? Told her to move west and, and build a house. Um, so I thought, go ahead. The, the theory, the reason why she was told to do this is because she owned half of the Winchester firearms. So what what she was told or what the theory is that. I, th- I thought I read that maybe her husband told her because of what, the explanation you were going to give. I, but I have no idea if that's well, true or not. This, no, no cause he, he died in 1881. She bought the house in like 1884. Oh, okay. All right. So she bought it like three so that years. That was definitely wrong what I read, yeah. but continue. Um, so it was basically she was told she needed to keep building and building to uh, more or less like appease and confuse the spirits of people that were killed by Winchester Farms. Like she was supposedly convinced that if she didn't do this, like the spirits were going to come after her. So they built all this random ass shit in this house to confuse the spirits and, and keep them away from her. And I think she had like something like 40 bedrooms. 40 wow. so there's the yeah there's 40 bedrooms so the whole house right now uh, 161 rooms in the house Jeez. Uh, 40 of those are bedrooms they had two ballrooms uh, one's not finished there's also 47 fireplaces in this house um, there's 10,000 panes of glass uh, 17 chimneys uh, there's two basement levels and three elevators in the house um at, at its biggest, the property was 162 acres. Um, wow. Now they've got it down to about four and a half, and that's just the mansion and, like, surrounding buildings. Um, and it was weird when I when I got there to the mansion. Like, for some reason, I just had it in my head, and maybe it was because of the movie that it's just going to be out in a, a field yeah. in the middle of nowhere. That kind of comes in my head. When you say Victorian farmhouse, I'm thinking, yeah, it's out in yeah. the field, yeah. So um, it was right off of a main street in san jose we actually walked from our hotel there and oh. it was just busy streets so there's like an empty parking lot on one side parking garage on the other side but like back in the day all of this was like her land like she owned this and a lot of her money didn't come just from the the winchester fortune uh she actually owned a lot of orchards oh I didn't and know that. and grew different like fruits or whatever and she would sell those that's so that's where she got a lot of her income as well oh so okay. she had money from the the firearms, the company, but she also had money coming in from all the produce and stuff that she was making and selling. Okay. Um, and who owns it now? Does the, does I think it's a historical landmark now, so I think the government or the state owns it. Okay. Um, well, now, when you were there, what's going on with it? Are they doing anything with it besides tours, or is it just like a tour? They were actually uh, doing construction. <laughs> Has it ended, huh? <laughs> no. no. Um, there was some like unfinished stuff in the, the attic and stuff that they were adding onto and, and, and making bigger. For what um, purpose though? I don't remember why they said they there was a purpose. They, they give you an explanation. They, though, they huh? did have a purpose to it. And I don't remember. I'd love to go back and see what it looks like now, but I remember it was up in the, the attic, the upstairs stuff. Huh. Uh, this is stuff they showed us on the explore more tour. It wasn't something you saw on the regular tour, but they were doing construction that, they were like kind of touching stuff up, and I think they were making some stuff more structurally sound. 
Did but. you hear about during the whole pandemic, they were doing some kind of a, like a virtual tours and I didn't. So they've been, they were having virtual tours during this pandemic. And then I also saw something I remember, and it just dawned on me just now. I forgot all about this. I should have looked this part up. There was some type of an investigation that happened there during the pandemic. Okay. And that was being televised and something pretty wild happened during that. I think, do you know who did that? I do not know who did that. Um, but I know it happened during the pandemic and it was being broadcasted. And I don't remember what company was broadcasting it either. Maybe it was just on their website. And it was on TV? like Not TV, but I think you had to go to their website to, to watch the stream of it, oh. maybe. But yeah, they were streaming the live investigation. Interesting. That's kind of cool. I I'll wish look that I up. I wish yes. I had seen that. I forgot all about that, and that just dawned on me. Just the, I mean, this house was, um, despite all the other crazy stuff I've already mentioned, they had several bathrooms. I think only one of them actually worked. Um, it was, again, said to confuse the spirits. Uh, one of the other things she did is she never slept in the same bedroom uh, two nights in a row. She would change bedrooms every night to sleep in a different room. Again, it was to confuse the spirits. Um, I know there was a there was a little seance room that they had, too, that... Oh, interesting. Uh, um, supposedly, every night she would go into this little seance room and communicate with the spirits. And that's where she got some of the inspiration for how she built the house or had it built. So she was doing that. Mm-hmm. I know they touched on that in the movie. <clears throat> they showed her doing that in like a, in a room. She was like, like a study room. Area. The, well, this room is it was weird because it's not very big, and it's just a square room. And I, if, I remember just like outside the room, there was like a little tiny one. Like Sarah Winchester was small; she was like five foot three. She was a tiny, tiny lady, and um, she there was a room where or she could overlook like out this window and down into like the the kitchen area, like where the the servants and that worked, and she could watch them and see what they were doing. But if you were on the ground floor looking up in that mirror, because she was so short, you couldn't see her. <laughs> but she could see everything that was going on below her. Sounds like a control freak. Um, I remember there was like uh, like a little garden in the middle of the house, and the, the floors were like tilted, so when they watered the plants, the water would all go one way and like down like a little indoor like ring gutter thing. Hmm. Um, but the seance room was, there was a door, there was two doors. One, you could come in, but you couldn't leave that door. You had to go out the other door unless you hmm. left that door propped open. Um, so the way the door you come in, once that was closed, you couldn't open it from inside the room. You had to go out the other door. Interesting. So I know she didn't use any architects, but I wonder where she got these ideas from just so the builders like, Hey, can you think of something kooky or, or if she came up with these ideas. I don't know. I'm really curious about all these, all these like, secrets and well, i know one of the things the reason why that she had it done was there's there's a stairway <clears throat> that has like 170 some odd stairs and you're only going up about six feet <laughs> oh. it's uh this is windy staircase um and the each stair is probably about an inch thick or an inch tall and the reason for that is she had really bad arthritis in her feet and it was hard for her to walk up the bigger stairs so they actually made all these little tiny riser stairs, like I said, that were only about an inch tall, 
and it it wound around this like little hallway thing to go up to the second floor and it was just because it hurt too much for her to lift her feet but yeah it was literally just like six six feet you're going up so it's gonna take her an hour (laughs) but it was like a hundred and some odd stairs each one of those little steps (laughs) right yeah (laughs) so so weird did you do you think there were spirits in the house while they were building all of it while they were building it i'm not sure um, there were definitely spirits there when I was there, and a lot of them seemed like they were spirits of people that helped build the house. So I'm assuming if one of those people died while they were doing the construction, they might have been or there. spent most of their life working, working on it. Yeah, because I don't see like someone dying in war too worried about the gun manufacturer that killed them. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo that these mediums back Snake then were oil just... Snake oil salesmen. Yeah. Like... Telling them all these things they have to do to keep doing, like, you know, things to do all that shit. Right. Like, you need to do, I think maybe they were trying to incorporate, like, the way the, uh, uh, was it the Catholicism, where they, you have to do 20 Hail Marys, and you have to do this, and this, and this, to, to make things right with God. So, I wonder if, like, these mediums were kind of basing off their things, Kind of off that going, okay, this is what you got to do to make things right. You got to do this. Probably. <laughs> so um, the house is actually owned by Winchester Investments, LLC. All right. So the gun manufacturer owns the property. Yeah. But it is it is a historical landmark. So it's not like something they could just right. torn Right. I wonder if she donated it or something. Hmm. I don't know. Was it yeah, stopped? All construction the moment she died, though, didn't they? Yeah, when when she died, yeah, they stopped. Until recently, apparently, and they keep, <laughs> keep working on it. Now, it makes sense they want to make it, you know, structurally sound. Is that is what you said? That makes sense. Because <laughs> as they build, it's going to, I don't know, the west wing will be a lot heavier than the east wing. I don't know, <laughs> but, I mean, that makes sense. All right, so, Beaker, you said that you, when you were there, definitely there's spirits there. So, mm-hmm. please elaborate. Okay, so the one that I actually kind of it was it was weird um, when we were in the the gift shop. Okay. So it's it's kind of a separate building from the main like mansion or the house itself. Okay. Um, you're in the gift shop, and that's where you buy the tickets for the tour and all that. They have a little cafeteria. We're sitting there eating eating uh, lunch before our tour started, and I could feel the energy of the spirits in the main house, and. The second we stepped foot in the actual house, like that all shut down for me. I couldn't feel the energy of like any spirits in the house anymore. Hmm. Uh, Brandy was still able to see them and hear them. Obviously like she wasn't shut down, but um, when we were there, I didn't feel, I mean, the whole thing was like, like, like I said, she was trying to ward off like the spirits that were like angry with her. There were no malevolent, malicious spirits in the house okay. that I felt. They, it, like I said, it all felt like, you know, when I could feel it, um, it just felt like people that had worked on the house. Okay. Uh, they were still attached to it. Now, there was one spirit. There was only one spirit once I actually got in the house that I was able to pick up on. And uh, Brandon was actually able to confirm this. But it was Sarah Winchester herself oh. was in one of the bedrooms. It was like her main bedroom. Um, that makes sense. While we were, we were uh, on the tour of the main bedroom. It was a, a room that was like off to the side, but she was there. 
sitting there just kind of watching. And it's it, what I think is um, the reason why she's there is like when when this was being built, people thought she was nuts. I mean, they kind of touched sure. that. <laughs> they, they, they touched on that a little bit in the movie. Like the, the movie starts out with they're sending this like doctor guy out to the mansion. Uh, I think someone that's hired by the Winchester, like the, oh, uh, the, the yeah. people that owned the other half of the, the company. Um, they see her spending all this money on sure, this house. Yeah. So, uh, and this is in the movie. I don't know. I'm sure this didn't actually happen, but they they hire this doctor to go out and see if she's of sound mind and body because uh, they're trying to get the company from her. Uh, they're, that's that's kind of the premise of the movie is like, you know, she's crazy. Go go confirm this for us so we, right. can, so we can take over control of the company. But then the doctor goes crazy. But the doctor goes crazy because he's <laughs> oh, doing... Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. he uh, He's doing like ether or some drug like that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Um. Yes. So, uh, but the whole thing is like they say there's malevolent spirits there, and there there wasn't any at all. Okay. Um. But yeah, people thought she was crazy, so no one really came to see the house. The only people that really saw the house were the workers, and uh, for me, kind of the feeling that I got was with the way the mansion is now, where they're doing the tours and whatnot, and they're showing people around the house and talking about all the different parts of the mansion and and what's been done there i think she's enjoying the fact that people are actually finally coming to her house and enjoying what she had built i wonder if she had like visitors come while she was living there or like like hey come check out my wacky fun house that i'm working on over here don't go out that as far as i know as far as i know no she like was she like a recluse i wonder if she was like a recluse and just stayed stayed to herself all the time. I think so. Just the impression I get from reading stories about her. It's kind of like she. I don't think she really left the house much. Like I said, she didn't really get a whole lot of visitors just because people thought she was crazy and say they thought it was <laughs> weird what she was doing. And I mean, granted, yeah, it is. It is kind of weird when you've got someone with all this money that's yeah. just constantly building a house that's under construction for. 20 years, 30 years wow. almost. I wonder what kind of seances she was doing. Oh, that's a good question. To, like, like, who was like, she what seven? kind of communication was she doing? That's a good question. I, I, I would know. assume her maybe her kids that passed away and her husband. I, that's what I'd assume. But who else, right? Or what kind of guidance was she looking for? Because, you know, probably that medium out in New York, probably, you know, that, that end of, when she moved out to San Jose, she probably cut ties there. I wonder if she sought out other mediums or psychics or what, what yeah. else? Cause, cause I know one thing I was reading that she was, she was very into ghost. So that's what, and, and that's why she was like, yeah, that makes sense. Let me keep, keep this house under construction all the time and confuse these ghosts. So they don't come after, come after me gold. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd think too, like, how are you going to confuse a ghost by sleeping in a different room? Like the ghost is just going to be like, Oh, she got me. She's not in here. here. She was here yesterday. But uh, I don't know what to do now. I'm just going to call it a night. There's a hundred rooms here, guys. I don't know how we're going to find her. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, logically, it doesn't make a lot of sense. No, like, especially being into spirits and kind of having some kind of an understanding of them. And to think that you're going to just trick them by sleeping in a different room. (laughs) The other thing, this is the... 
nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Like I know, I'm just century, saying. They didn't. I mean, they obviously didn't have the knowledge that we have today. Um, I mean, if you're into spirits and into the paranormal, and you've been making contact with spirits, and you're say you're communicating and having having a a, a discussion with somebody who uh, with some kind of uh, I I don't know what word to use right now. I'm just drawing a blank, but you're responding they're responding and it's uh anyway you're having a conversation with it and you think okay this okay their conscious is working whatever but i'll trick you by sleeping in another right <laughs> and now i'm curious who is she doing these seances with so who's she trying to communicate with who is she communicating with and who's with her you mean is she having guests come over yes. when she's doing them yeah is she doing them solo does she have no neighbors? And it friends? sounds like she has been doing them solo, but that's what it looked like in the movie, anyways. But that's a whole that's a whole other can of worms. That's yeah. Who knows what you're opening? But I mean, obviously, she seemed to live a long life. Apparently, do you know how old she was when she when she passed? Natural causes, I'm, I'm assuming as well. Uh no, I don't know how old she was. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm curious. But I don't know. I I just think that that's kind of silly to think that that I don't know it seems very juvenile to think that that would make sense <laughs> like if you told a little kid that and he'd be like yeah yeah that totally makes sense <laughs> build keep building <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah yeah I wonder who, so she died so she was born 1839 died in 22 so uh almost 90 yeah about yeah about that that's a good long life 82 or 83. About 82 or 83 yeah. years old. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I just think, I don't know, I wouldn't be fooled by that. If you were a ghost? <laughs> yeah, if I, was a, if I was a ghost going, ah, totally got me. I'm going to go in this spooky ass house. Oh, I'm going to go out this door and, and fall, to my, what, fall to my death. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they keep killing me to well, death you know, over here. You, you got to think that she's got some type of knowledge to think that because her company, her husband's company, manufactured the weapon that killed the individual, that that spirit would come after them. She's got some type of knowledge. So to think all these other thoughts kind of does seem a lot, I guess you say, it, juvenile. Yeah, it just seemed... I don't know, even that thought, like, I remember hearing about this house as a kid and hearing the story about how this house was built to house these spirits. And as a kid going, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but now, well, the hell no. That Not house sense. them, though. Well, kind of. I guess if they were there. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to escape them. Yeah, and then they're going to, if they're coming after her, like, they're just going to, instead of on their way to her, they're going to go, oh, well, what's this house first? Before I get to her, you've seen this wacky house over here? I'm going to go in here. And then just get trapped by all these wacky doors and stairs that go nowhere. They just all of a sudden get trapped in there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, make, it doesn't make a lot of sense, because now, how would the spirits track her to that house? I'm sure they'll track her in whatever room she's in. But she doesn't live in that house that's being built on. She lives in a separate house, right? No, she lived in the house. It's, there, but... Oh, but it's just like a different quarter of the house that's they're doing that too? Okay. 
But, so, she, but she didn't ever, like, stay in that section of the house ever. No, no. She stayed in different parts of the house. I mean, the, there's bedrooms all over the house. So if she actually stayed in a different room every night, then yeah, it could have been all over the house. So, the, you know, what's interesting is I just found uh, a website. And I was trying to look up the reason why she did things in 13s. And the article is actually the top 10 lies about the Winchester Mansion. I saw something about a lie saying that they didn't actually work around the clock. Yeah, that's actually the first one. The house was under construction for 38 years. Um, apparently, there was actually letters and stuff from Sarah herself that mentioned she had sent workers away for months at a time. According to this hist- the local historian, um, I'd be interested in the... I wish I could actually you know, sit down and talk to Sarah herself and be like, what really happened? But summon her through a seance. Just do a seance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apparently she would actually send people away uh, for months at a time and then have them come back and build. Um, the second lie, apparently, is that she was ashamed of the rifle legacy, which I don't remember ever reading that anywhere, but apparently... She was a, uh, ashamed of it, but according to this historian, she actually wasn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to skim these real quick. Uh, third one is that Sarah Winchester constructed word features in order to confuse spirits. Apparently that is also not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess there's no evidence to support that. Um, fourth is the that she had a secret room for seances. Um, according to the historian, and this kind of this does make sense to me because they did they did show us this room on the tour. Uh-huh. Say this was her seance room, um, but thinking back, what I uh, kind of what he's saying here and what I know about the spirit spiritualist movement of the eighteen hundreds, um, you know, and I mentioned the foxes and stuff like that. This was like a, a social gathering. Seances were. Um, this is something you like. You'd have a party, like you'd get a bunch of people around and you'd conduct a seance. Um, so at the time, I guess it wouldn't really make sense. According to this historian, it wouldn't make sense for her to be doing these seances in secret by herself because it's a whole social thing. Uh-huh. Um, and the next one is that she was obsessed with the number 13. Um, according to this guy, that uh, this is all stuff that was added on after the fact, after she passed away. Like there's a closet that has like 13 hooks. They were added sometime after she passed away and it, it, it almost makes it sound like he's trying to say that they're they did this stuff to the house to like hype up the the spookiness of the house i guess hmm. um and i guess the next lie is that how i mentioned she would look out the window and inspire employees apparently this is also not true according to this guy um the house looks today as it did then. I haven't read that anywhere else, but apparently that's not true. Number eight <laughs> is uh, she snubbed the president of the United States. I've never heard that before. Heard but that. Okay. Um, the house is publicly owned. I haven't heard that one either. Um, and then after death, no one stepped forward to tell the truth. Apparently there was neighbors and workers that talked about what actually happened in the house. So... I'd be curious to actually like go and read this more, but but yeah, apparently half of the stuff that we just talked about, according to this one historian, um, says none of it's true. Uh, Interesting. 
what we do know is there's a lot of houses, there's a lot of rooms and stuff that goes to nowhere that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. I wonder, I wonder what her goal was then. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there was just some story that she came up with to keep people away. I don't know. Just a way to yeah. keep spending money. I guess. <laughs> don't make it. I got sense. all this money. I don't know what to do with it. I can need to build this house. What happened to the fortune now? Uh, it went away. I know when she died, it went to one of her kids, I believe. So she died of heart failure. What year was that? 22. 1922. Right. Hmm, okay. So yeah, she lived a good life. It seems like. I do want to go visit that. I want to check that out. Um, isn't there like a castle up by there that way too? Yeah. It's actually on the way. If So we went up like I... Uh, was it 70 or something like that? 75 or whatever that's in California. Um, there's a castle. If you go towards the coast uh, of California, there's, there's this castle... Um, one of the guys at work was telling me about about it, and I, I wanted to make a stop there. But there's like this is probably one of the most expensive castles in California. I'm like this dude had a lot of money. He'd have like exotic animals like shipped in. Um, I've, oh, wow. I've seen like pictures of stuff. Like we'll have to do a little. I, I don't remember everything about that right now to like go into more detail about it. But um, it, it's a very interesting house. I'll have to look it up and show it to you guys when we're done recording here. But um, I feel like this is a very bland episode, but yay. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Uh, um, watch the movie if you are bored um, and want to see nothing that's true about the Winchester Mansion. <laughs> is it is it good, though, the movie good? It's, like, is it a spook factor or something? It's got, like, jumpy moments, I yeah, guess. Yeah, okay. there's a lot of jump scares. And then just, it, it's like a really interesting and weird way to try to explain why the earthquake in 1906 happened. All right, all right. Um yeah, it, it plays on the whole fact that, or the supposed fact that she was doing this to appease or to, to confuse the spirits of people killed by the firearms. Okay. So um, it's it's one of those, like, maybe sit down and watch maybe once. Like, I bought it just because I collect movies. Um, but it's not like uh, run out and go watch it right now type of thing. Yeah, this, like, in the movie. It's on Netflix. Watch it for free. In the movie, it was like. The, the house was already haunted and it was yeah. full of spirits already. Yeah. And this sort of based on a true story. The the yeah. rooms were built based on the spirits. <laughs> oh interesting. Huh. Yeah, it was kind of lame. I mean, how many people had died by those guns by that point? Hundreds of thousands? Yeah. And there's just like five guys five in there? Five spirits in the house. Yeah. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely worth traveling to San Jose. How many spirits are in there now? When you guys went, did you pick up on thirteen? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, no way. <laughs> I want to say seven or eight. Okay. So nothing that like that's not that many, mm. especially for something that big. Yep. Interesting. There wasn't there wasn't a whole lot. I mean, there was there was a bunch, but. And there were, 
they were all over the place. One was in the basement, um, which is funny because like Brandy could see it, and they had like oh. a light. They had a light rigged up to make it flicker every now and then to make it look like a ghost was playing with a light. Oh jeez, <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of funny, but um, it was a prop light. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a it was a fun tour. I think the tour was like an hour long. Walking through this big ass house, but okay. If, if anything, like even if you're not into the paranormal, um, if you want to see some really cool, weird architecture, go go check this place out. It was <laughs> it was fun to walk around. Okay, that's gonna be cool. I would I'll check that place out. I, there's so much in California I haven't done yet. There's so much everywhere I haven't done. True. I want to start. I want to try to do more trips um, and more haunted locations to talk about on the show, which is my lead into the topic for next week. Uh, like we mentioned, uh, Ghosty was in Austin, Texas. So yes, I was. our next episode will be his adventures. It'll be one of the locations that I went and checked out over there. Awesome. It's a pretty cool trip, too. Austin's uh, it's a party town. I didn't get a party, but <laughs> I was there. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening. Um Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching on the YouTubes. <laughs> I think a lot of people, like I told someone that we were on YouTube and they're like, oh, I'm going to watch there instead. That's why we do it. Different I'm, platforms to, to find us on. I'm glad that we, we've got the audio working properly for the camera. So the audio on the, the video is the same as on Spotify and iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Excellent. By the way... For the two of you that have given us five-star reviews on Apple Podcast, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, one was me. Just kidding. No, it wasn't. One of the them, other was me. One of, them, <laughs> one of them actually left a comment and said, you guys are hilarious. Can't wait for more episodes. So, Who is it? Does it say the name? something like that. I, um, it probably has their, their handle, their tag or whatever. It doesn't have their, their actual name. But, yeah, we do have two five-star reviews so we really appreciate that if you want to go and give us a five-star review do let's it let's turn it into 200 guys yeah um don't do anything less than five stars i don't think it will let you it was z pod 4466 what was the exact comment you guys are amazing can't wait for more well here's another one for you <laughs> i hope this one lives up to the rest <laughs> thank you thank you all right guys awesome. well, thanks yep. for listening and watching peace out bye peace out butterflies Thank <laughs> you.